Hey guys, this is the Fantasy Doctors Podcast. We are at week 13. Thanksgiving is over. We've all gained some weight. I know I have. Um, I am joined by Jesse Morris, my uh, padre down in Florida. How are you doing, Jesse? Good. It's a little chilly here. It hit uh, 38. In, uh, Ooh, cold for you guys. Yeah, and it was 83 two days ago, to give you an idea. So we basically flipped the numbers, but uh, I think it was 60s for the most of the day, but not as bad as most people, but I'll take it. Yeah, well, you know, it's got to be cold to be the holidays. That's how I see it. So you're getting your taste of the cold. Yeah, cold. Well, yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, let's talk about quarterbacks. Uh, our, our first uh, episode is always about quarterbacks. We've got some big names on here and some who are done for the season. So we'll start off with Trubisky. Trubisky has that shoulder injury, shoulder sprain. He actually uh, did not practice today, um, and, and there's some concern about his ability to throw. It sounds like he may have a rotator cuff strain, but what does that mean for him to be playing this weekend? Is he able to throw it all? Is he able to throw only under 10, 15 yards? It becomes a little bit uh, uh, unknown because these rotator cuff strains can actually limit your throwing entirely. Um, so I think it's going to be a wait and see what happens Sunday morning, but your thoughts any differently than that? So they actually changed to designation in practice later in the day to a limited, which is good news. Um, they have a big game this week, so they kind of need him. Daniel did okay, and he actually did quite well for backup quarterback standards, uh, but they really could use him um, – uh, you know, use Trubisky, who hasn't been amazing, but he's been really good. Um, uh, they're Oh, they're playing the Giants. Uh, I'm thinking next week, I think it is. But um, so I think they'll be fine without the Giants versus Giants. But um, I've heard shoulder sprain, but the data in the video is not consistent with that. Hard to tell exactly what it is, but he got in a, a limited, so I'm happy with that. I think there's um, – Maybe like a 60% chance he goes, depending on how he's feeling over the next couple of days. My suspicion is if he did a little bit too much today, he's going to be hurting tomorrow and not be able to practice, and that would be a bad sign. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, so I think you just got to pay attention to what he does uh, over the weekend and obviously Sunday morning. So Andy Dalton, done for the season, all their collateral ligament. Um, and so it sounds like he's going to have surgery on that ligament that you and I know, right kind of on the inside of the thumb here. Uh, guys can usually get back with some of the newer implants in about six weeks, that, but that puts him out for the season. So he's on IR. He's done. Um, you know, what do you expect from him next year? I mean, it's, it, I don't think this comes out any issue for next year, but Andy Dalton's, you know, aging up there now. So uh, after the injury happened, there was a little bit of a de debate on Twitter whether or not the Bengals wanted to kind of start from scratch. Um, I don't think Driscoll is a is – a, unless he proves us wrong in the last month, he's a franchise quarterback. While you don't want to see um, – you know, I, I think Dalton has maybe one more year, but they can get away with it if they caught him with not much dead cap space. Um, but at the same time, like, who's going to be a free agent? Um, are they going to be really any better than Dalton? at the price you're paying Dalton, even though it's a lot of money and normal standards. And you know where you're going to get with a rookie. Like we've already seen that. Like, yes, they may be a little bit, but they're not going to like set the world on fire. Like they need time period. So I think he'll be fine mentally, uh, physically for uh, 2019. I don't know what his contract status and how they're, uh, that's going to play out. 
Um, with that being said, Driscoll is actually um, targeting um, the uh, the wide receivers a little differently. Um, and I think that um, with A.J. Green coming back, and we'll talk about him in a couple podcasts, this he could actually have a decent week this week. Mixon is still there. Boyd is there. Um, so, I mean, I think uh, that he, he has a chance to be not just mediocre. I think he could actually do a little bit to, uh, to put up respectable numbers. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, so Tom Brady, Tom Brady, knee, you know, Tom Brady just seems to kind of pop up every now and then on the injury report and just continues to be really nothing. I don't think uh, of any consequence uh, that this is really going to be an issue for him. Uh, I don't think that this factors into his fantasy value at all. Yeah, no, I, I, this is more of a formality because people ask me about it, so I just threw him on the report. But um, he's got a, a knee injury. It sounds like it's very mild, limited. They're just being smart with him. They're going to maintenance, just kind of do maintenance uh, practices like they do with most vets. Um, and I'm not overly concerned about him. He played decently quite well in, in some respects versus the Jets, who always give him a headache. Um, they have, a, in my game, in my opinion, a big game versus the Vikings this week. It's actually a four o'clock game, even though it's in New England, which is a weird combo. We usually never get four o'clock games in New England. Um, but uh, so I think that at the same time he'll be fine. I think Gronk looks pretty good. We'll talk about him later. Um, Edelman is okay. So and they get Burkhead back. So I think uh, Brady will actually put up some decent numbers this week because he's going to probably have to if if the Vikings are going to be able to score. Yeah, absolutely. Well, the Vikings, uh, well, we'll talk about that a little bit later. So Joe Flacco continues to struggle. He's got this hip injury, doesn't need surgery, but he's continuing to struggle. Um, I continue to think that he's out at least one, maybe two more weeks, if, if maybe the entire season, because I, I still think that there might be something going on with this labrum here. Um, I know that yeah. we're having surgery now, but that can change. So um, you think he makes an appearance this week? No. Um, they did say that they will not let him play unless he practices. Um, you have a very respectable rookie who is not lighting the world on fire, but he's putting up enough to get W's. Um, he's running, uh, less than he did in the first game, but he still was able to throw the ball a little bit, uh, opening up some of those lanes. Um, the fact that they're letting him and not, really letting RG3 do anything at this point, I think shows you how much faith they have in him. There's a chance they can still make the playoffs. Um, I think, honestly, Lamar Jackson has a better – gives them a better chance to win, not even just cutting the labrum or the, the hip just in general, than Flacco does. I feel like Flacco is super conservative. He's not going to go crazy. He's never going to get you three or 400 yards passing. Like, he's no, not I mean, going to rush for 100 yards. Like, yeah, his passes prime is confined to the pocket. He's very predictable. No, I agree with that, absolutely. And I think uh, RG3, before his uh, dislocation, had some uh, early Lamar Jack, uh, Lamar Miller type of, uh, type of skills, but I, I think RG3 is just done as well. Yeah, I mean, he, he's going to make money as a backup, but he's not. Unfortunately, his, his, his reign at the top is over. So Ryan Tannehill comes back last week, I think uh, scored just about 20 or, or plus points for fantasy, looked decent. He actually did a lot better than I thought he would. What do you yeah, think? I agree. 
Uh, I'm looking up his uh, how he did. I wanted to see his data. They kept him. He kept them in the game. Two oh four and two touchdowns. Seventeen for twenty five. Um, so, yeah, I mean, uh, that's very not very respectable. Respectable numbers. Um, better than Brock Star. Um, so I mean, the hope is that he didn't re-injure the shoulder. Um, the Dolphins are not really, I mean, they could make the playoffs if they pull something out of their butt, but for the most part is unlikely unless um, they play really well over the next uh, couple weeks. They're kind of on the outside looking in. Um, but I mean, I, I think this kind of tells more to what his future is going to be than anything. So I, I really think that he's playing for his future in Miami and future anywhere, to be honest with you. Um he looked decent. I think um, he's got the Patriots coming up in a couple of weeks that I might go to the game here down here in Miami. Um, but we'll see as long as he was able to not re-injure his shoulder, I think he'll be, he'll be good. Yeah. Well, the Jets uh, quarterback pitcher continues to remain cloudy. Sam Darnold continues to struggle with his foot sprain. Um, having treated this a lot for, for athletes, mm-hmm. problematic, even just a sprain. Now it's being billed as a sprain, but whether we're hearing, you know, we may hear later on, it was really a list Frank sprain. So maybe that takes you out six weeks. Um, but I think in general, four to six weeks is is my timeline from from an injury. So I think you're looking at definitely one, maybe two weeks out more for him. And then Josh McCown's got his back and ham stuff going on. Um, I, I think he gets the start. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I think this is just, unfortunately, he's not as young as Darnold, so he's not going to heal as fast. Darnold's dealing with a much more significant injury. They pretty much led, uh, alluded to last week that week 13 wasn't really going to be an option either. So 14 sounds like it has a better chance, kind of giving you an idea of how significant the injury is. He's already been out for at least two weeks, I think, already. Um, so we're looking at three, maybe four weeks. Um, this, you can't you shouldn't put this kid's future at risk just because um, you want to get him back in, you know, the odds of them winning um, a lot of games is pretty unlikely the rest of the way out. Um, But I think McCown uh, will be able to do so. I thought it was kind of funny how the Patriots jets game, the quarterback ages combined for the highest ever since 1950. Is that right? Uh, Just over 80 years old competing. Wow. Because McCown's 39. Well, I didn't realize he was 39. Yeah, McCown's 39 and Brady's like 40 in a couple months or whatever. But it was just kind of fun. I was like, damn, I didn't realize he was that old. Old-timers game. Oh, yeah. Well, cool. This wrapped up our quarterbacks. Stay tuned for episode two. We're going to hit uh, running backs. We've got some big names in all the episodes coming up. Uh, make sure to check out uh, our Twitter handle at the Fantasy DRS. Uh, as well as posting questions to uh, Jesse and I throughout the week for uh, lineup information, for injury information. And also, if you watch the video, you like it, give us a thumbs up, hit the little bell so you get notified when we get the videos. Um, And we'll see you in the next episode. Take care, guys.